0: Good day, everyone. It's me, Karen, back with another update on my quest to find my missing son. In the previous episode, I told you about Barry leaving home after deciding to take a gap year and going to Kelvin's house, a friend of his in the suburbs. However, the boy extended his trip and kept changing location after that, until one day when I discovered that all of my previous communications with my son had been a deception and the search to find my son began with me going to the company where Barry claimed to be an intern, and then contacting Kelvin to ask about him. But all was futile. I decided to go to the Swans' family, Kelvin's household, to ask about Barry. It took me a while to contact Kelvin's parents to ask them about my son, but unexpectedly, the Swan couple knocked on my door the next day, just as I was about to leave. They were weeping that their son had been missing for a week, and that they hadn't been able to contact him. My mind became a mess, and I had no idea what was happening anymore. They suddenly went crazy. When Miss Swan couldn't keep her calm, she screamed at me. It was your son who tempted my son to leave with him. Maybe Barry killed him already. Miss Swan kept crying, as she assumed Barry was responsible for Kelvin's missing. I was taken aback by what had occurred. When I saw the swans weeping, I changed my mind about them and began to sympathize with them because both families were missing their sons. I could only calm them down and told them to find our sons together. We vowed to find the truth, and all we wanted at the time was to make sure the boys were safe. I was almost stuck in my quest because my only suspects were the swans, but they had now become another victim. I wanted to seek assistance from the police one more time. Things were much more complicated at that point. But strangely, the Swans didn't want to get the police involved in this. They just wanted to find their son the traditional way by asking their relatives and talking with Barry and Kelvin's close friends. Mr. Swan calmly told me that the boys are adults, nothing bad could have happened to them. We didn't want to make a huge deal out of it or bother the cops. I was wary of them because of the abrupt way they changed their reactions. Wasn't it them who screamed and cried that they suspected their son had been murdered? Fine. No matter how hard they tried to discourage me, I still decided to report to the police. The swans surprised me again when they said they were going to find their son in another state. They were informed by a friend that Kelvin was there. They declined to take me with them and instead insisted that I stay home and wait for the good news. Their reactions increased my suspicion that they were the ones who harmed Barry or were at the very least concealing something from me. After reporting my son's disappearance, I went to the swan's house in the suburbs where my son came here half a year ago, then went missing. But when I arrived, the neighbor told me that the swans had already left and that no one could reach them. Again, I reported to the local police and requested them to search the swan's house to find evidence. Not long after, an individual who was aware of the missing case came to the police station and said they were looking after my son. I felt like being resurrected from death when I knew I could meet my son again. I accompanied the woman to a house near a cliff on a mountain. I was delighted to see Barry sitting on the front porch, but he looked at me as if he had never seen me before. According to the woman, after being rescued from the mountain, Barry had lost his memory, became dumb, and was unable to speak. I couldn't ask him what happened during those times because of his condition. My poor Barry. He wasn't at work like that fake Barry always told me. He was not running away with Kelvin, as the swan said. So, were all of their statements false? And why did they feel the need to keep this from me? The police soon discovered a broken wine bottle with bloodstain as well as Mr. Swan's fingerprint on it at Swan's home. They also had a bottle examined immediately, and it was indeed Barry's blood. The proof was enough to conclude that the Swan was involved in this case. The police issued a wanted warrant for the Swan family, and they were arrested shortly afterward. They were hiding in an apartment in a state far away from here, and they were preparing to flee to Canada after learning I had gone to their house and requested the police's investigation. The Swans and Kelvin couldn't lie any longer and had to confess everything. Mr. Swan was an alcoholic. When he came home intoxicated, Barry was having a sleepover there. In the blurry darkness, Mr. Swan saw a shadow in the kitchen. It was Barry looking for his belongings, which he dropped during dinner. Mr. Swan mistook him for a robber and hit him with the wine bottle he was carrying. Since the boy didn't move, he assumed he was dead and was terrified. The Swans wanted to cover Barry's body, clean up the scene, and pretend it was a missing case. They led Barry to a nearby forest and pushed him off a cliff. About Kevin, he was told the truth the next day. Even though he was afraid, Kelvin didn't want to turn his father in and put him in prison, so they all made a plan together to deceive me. He took Barry's phone, logged into his Facebook account, and pretended to be him to convince me that my son was still alive. They even bought me a gift so I wouldn't be suspicious. Since Kelvin was Barry's best friend, he knew my son's preferences and characteristics, and could mimic how he spoke. That’s why they were able to deceive me for so long. I only began to have concerns after realizing that the images he sent me were a result from Photoshop, which meant his account had probably been hacked. Thank God buried it and died from the hit and the fall from the cliff. It was also thanks to Sophia, the loving woman who took him in and cared for him. She was sorry when she said, "When I rescued him from the mountains, he didn’t have any identity documents." so I didn't know how to report him to the police. The boy looked weak yet bright, so I asked him to be my little daughter's friend and look after her when I was away for work. When all that became clear, I realized that the Swans purposely came to find me and lied to my face that their son had gone missing to determine if Barry was dead or alive and if he had come home. They also wanted to avoid my suspicions, create alibi, and pretend to be the victims. Following that, the swans went to jail and Kelvin was also punished accordingly. I took my son home to care for him. Although Barry couldn't be as intelligent as he was before, it was enough for me. My joy came from knowing that my son is safely home and that the devils have reaped what they sowed.